0: Welcome. Good evening. May the Lord give you His peace. Um, We have the second Sunday in Ordinary Time. In in many ways, it's it's a little bit of a sad time. I I love Advent. I love Christmas with all of the decorations and all of the festivities and the uh, traditions and everything that comes with that is so beautiful. And now we're in ordinary time. And uh, I want to share with you something that happened over the new year. Um, I was with my family, and uh, at the end of each year, there is a phenomenon that happens where all sorts of people and organizations like to do a year in review. Did you catch some of that? Google and ABC and... There was a guy who did a collage of the photographs of all the celebrities who had died in 2016. It kind of looked like the cover of that Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band album. Did did anybody catch that? And as December was coming to an end, they had to keep adding new people, you know? Um, And if you paid attention, the big theme at the end of 2016 was, what a terrible year. 2016 was such a terrible year. That was kind of the message that kind of got all these famous people died and all these bad things happened, and surely there were a lot of things that happened. And of course, the election of somebody that some people don't like, that was like the cherry on top. What a terrible year. And then the uh, president uh, going out that everybody loved, and uh, this was the message. And um, so I'm there with my family, and I do the internet stuff for the friars, so Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and Google+, Plus, all that stuff, the podcast. So you're listening to it now. I'm recording it for the internet. And so I'm praying about what are we, this, the friars, the CFRs, what are we going to do? How are we going to contribute to this kind of thing that's happening in the internet community, like the end of 2016? And as uh, somebody tweeted, uh, 2016 was the worst year, tweeted the man from his warm house with clean water and <laughs> I retweeted that one. Okay. Let's get some perspective here. But uh, the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, they have a presence on social media, and they announced that the word for 2016, the word of the year, was the word surreal. I guess Google searches, and, and they have these analytics where they figure out this word that captures 2016, and it was the word surreal. And the explanation was, when things are really terrible, you respond saying, oh, this is so surreal, meaning not real. It's kind of like a nightmare or a dream. It's like kind of something's off and it's weird. And it's like, whoa, what was that? That was so surreal. And that was the word of the year. That was the word that captured what so many felt. people felt about 2016. Like, oh, all this terrible stuff. That was so surreal. And so praying over that... I thought, okay, like, what about 2017? Right? There's the New Year's Eve, the, uh, your New Year's resolution, you know, that thing. And I thought, what? Are, so praying over that, I felt that if surreal was the word for 2016, and it's an expression of just, oh, it was a terrible year, I thought, 2017, that needs to be the year of something real, not surreal rather real. And what is something that's real that is good? And that is an encounter with God. So the word encounter became a focus of my prayer. And if you followed the friars on the internet, you saw this stuff about encounter. My hashtag, my one resolution. Did anybody catch that? Some people responded, what are you talking about? Okay. So an encounter. And you know, looking at that image of the baby Jesus in Christmas, You know, because of Jesus, we can have an encounter with God. God, who is real, became even more real, if I could say that. I know it's theologically incorrect, but he took on our human nature. He became one of us. He walked our roads. God has a face, a face. God has hands in Jesus. And uh, so this, this idea of an encounter with God. And uh, so I was looking for images that expressed this idea. And I found some pictures of friars. One of them was a priest saying mass, one of our friars. He was holding up the Eucharist. And just the camera angle, you saw his face and you saw his eyes looking at that host and then there was another picture of one of the friars giving benediction at Holy Hour, which we'll have here at Catholic Underground. And again, he, as he held up the monstrance, his eyes, looking at the host, somebody even commented on our Instagram, look at his eyes. You know, this encounter. And then I found other pictures of the friars who were having face-to-face encounters with people just conversations. And it, it moved me so deeply because the two are connected. The two are connected. That because of our faith in our prayer life, we're to have an encounter with God. And then this spirituality of encounter helps us to encounter others. And, you know, with so many in- interactions through the Internet and, you know, who's friends on Facebook and everything... You know, you wonder if that leaves us feeling hollow. You know, I love just put the technology away. Now I know that's ironic. You're hearing this on the internet right now, but real relationships, real encounters uh, with one another. You know, in families, in um, friendships, but then also in prayer. In prayer, our spirituality, our faith. Our encounter with God. You know, at the liturgy, uh, the rubrics that tells the priest to hold up the host and show the host to the people, and then the priest says the words, "Behold the Lamb of God." And um, some people at that moment, there's such a reverence you just kind of want to like bow face down. But really you should be looking at the hosts. And there's this opportunity when you come forward to receive communion. We don't pass the plate around like take a host and pass it on. They do that in some Protestant churches. But in our church, you have to come forward and you receive the Lord very personally. Very personally, the body of Christ. Or when you go to confession, it's just you and the priest and God. And you receive, I say the words, and I absolve you, singular, you, in the name of the Father. You know, beautiful, This personal encounter. We were made for this. We were made for this. And it's Jesus who's at the very center of that. He's at the very center of it. I uh, had an opportunity to do a pilgrimage to the Holy Land many times. And you get to see all of the places where the events of the Bible happened. And without a doubt, the places that are the most powerful and meaningful are those places where Jesus encountered people. So you go to a place, you pull out your Bible, you read, okay, what happened here? This is what happened here. And I remember seeing the sycamore tree in Jericho. And then our guide said, that's the kind of tree that that little short guy, Zacchaeus, remember climbed the tree and Jesus said, come down, I'm coming to your house for dinner. Or the encounter of Jesus with the woman at the well, Jacob's well, you go, you can find the well, it's there and and you read the account. And uh, without a doubt, these places where God had a personal and intimate encounter. That is where the grace is. That's where the grace is. Um, have you ever seen somebody who had a new baby? Do you ever see the look of the face on the parents who look upon the baby? There is such an encounter of love that's there. And I remember just the other day I did the wedding for my cousin. Beautiful girl. And uh, when we're at the altar and they pronounce their vows, they turn and face one another. And the look that she and her fiance, her husband, the look that they had in their face towards one another as they pronounced their vows was so beautiful. And I remember a few years ago celebrating the 50th wedding anniversary for uh, my uh, grandfather's cousin. And, uh, you know, a lot of water had been under the bridge after 50 years of marriage, huh? Anybody here married 50 years or longer? Okay, so you, am I speaking truth here? Okay, yeah, they're nodding yes. You know, there was, there was a profound look of great love that was there. Uh, to share something kind of embarrassing and personal, I remember in sixth grade, the first time I fell in love. And the first time I saw this girl look at me, And it kind of made my heart skip a beat. (laughs) And there was butterflies going like this in my stomach. And it was such a beautiful encounter, you know, that, that recognizes the goodness of the other. That you are valuable, you have dignity, it is good that you exist. God looks upon us in this way. That's why he took on our human nature. That's why Jesus came. There are a number of passages in the Gospels that make reference to Jesus looking at people. The most powerful one is when he's on the cross and he speaks to the good thief. You remember that account? Today you will be with me in paradise. And St. Augustine commenting on the scene says, how did the good thief, you know, per, you know he, his last act of theft, he stole heaven, okay? And St. Augustine said that Jesus looked upon him and loved him. And in that look, he learned it all. In that look, he learned it all. So the one thing that is real, the one thing that that gives us meaning and value, this encounter with God and with one another... And that is the fruit of the Holy Spirit in our lives. So let's pray in this year, 2017, that this would be a year of encounter, a year of being in contact with what's real, with God, and with one another. Amen.